hello and welcome to the HGA Book Club. I'm Summer O'Toole. I'm a romance author. With me is my best friend and co-host Kelsey. Hello everyone. And our guest today to talk about orc romances is Susan from Sue's Reads A Lot on Instagram. Hi. We are going to be talking about, I think this is up there with like Omegaverse of our wild subgenres, which is going to be giant green tusked men. And, but before we do that, Weekly Hots. Chelsea? First off, Summer, did you remember yours? I just have to know. Because if not, I wrote it for you. Wait. I think okay. I have like three. I had a good week of weekly hots, but I think I, what's what's the one you? What's the one I told you? Remember? Okay, so you gave me the keywords of Gabby bumper stickers. <gasps> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. just checking. <laughs> I just I had to know. I always have to know. Yeah. Um, okay, I will go into my weekly hot though. Oh wait, is your weekly hot the voice message you sent me? Because that was really funny. What was my voice message? Okay, wait, I'm just going to play it. <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> no, it's it was it was really funny. It was really funny. Okay. I'm sorry, you have my voice message just ready to go? I can't even remember. No, I, no it's not ready to go. <laughs> All right, we'll see if it's going to be better than the one that I was going to say. Oh my god, is it about the concert? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Have I have vague recollection? <laughs> uh, the universe did decide to uh, be like, hey, Kelsey, look at this guy. Do you remember him? And I said, yes, but I don't know where he's from. Asked a friend they didn't know. Anyways, he comes up to me later in the night, says my name, gives me a hug. That's awkward. I don't know your name. I don't know where I know you from either. Etc. Etc. A night has passed. Blah 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 blah. Other things. Um, comes up to me he's like do you not remember me and I'm like honestly no can you please jog my memory (laughs) he's the guy who I grinded on New Year's Eve before I broke my foot that is who that is who the universe brought me tonight um I said no thank you and (laughs) could you guys hear that I mean it was crappy quality I could hear it (laughs) could you hear it it took about to like the middle of it but then I could really understand what you were saying <laughs> yeah the oh, universe and really brought me I'm something. wearing my the universe provides shirt so <laughs> how fitting how very fitting I still say no thank you to that <laughs> great new year's eve grind we just we don't need to rehash the past though we don't. He was a bad luck. You broke your foot after. Broke my foot. He was like, you broke your foot. And I was like, I did. Right after dancing with you. He was shocked. Yeah. And I was like, goodbye. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to leave now. Good night. <laughs> it's the brutal honesty for me. <laughs> oh, I'm really good at the brutal honesty. But I mean, like, I still feel like I'm nice. Generally. Summer, can you attest to that? Like oh I, yeah okay it's like so nice I feel like I'm always like retelling stories where I'm brutally honest but then I'm like but I actually said it much nicer like let me pull up the text message when in reality I'm like fuck off but I don't say that <laughs> well okay like 
so we all we all know about potential sugar daddy and he recently texted kelsey being like hey here's the concert and they ended things like a month and a half ago yeah it just and ended things is like more just like they stopped going on dates because he was in love with her and like nothing ever progressed past like dinner dates but anywho he invited her to this concert in north carolina with his adult sons and when she's retelling me the story she says i told him you should go with someone else who actually likes you (laughs) and i was like kelsey (laughs) (laughs) and then you actually say (laughs) (laughs) and then what you actually said was something along the lines of like I appreciate the offer, but I think you you would have a lot more fun if you went with somebody who's like able to enjoy your company in the way you want them to, or like you know something very Bridgerton. Not you should go with somebody who actually likes you. <laughs> I am concerned though because he is still texting me. I might just have to say it like that. Man does not is not picking up a hint. It's not all right. Well, that was a little shallow dive into my dating life (laughs) based off of that wasn't even going to be my weekly hot but honestly we can just leave it at that (laughs) that's enough (laughs) so my first weekly hot is that my boyfriend and I actually went on a real date (laughs) and for for background we started dating in the pandemic and he runs his own business I do my own business So when one of us is not working, we're normally helping the other one. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody's getting a day off, that means the other one's working. And so our normal, our weekly dates, our our dates that we call them is we go to Roll King and Food City for store runs to get like feed, milk, bread, things we need for his store. And then if we're feeling like extra fancy, we might go out to eat. (laughs) That's a normal date night for us. But we went to watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness on Sunday. And so we were both very excited to actually get to do something together. (laughs) Weekly hot number two is today he had to go like an hour and a half away for a training. And so I was watching the store and he called me and he was like, I'm going to go to McKay's without you. And McKay's is our like big, like thrift bookstore. And I was like, I was like, you are not, I was like, you can't go without me. He's like, but you're so far away. (laughs) And, but to, to redeem himself, he brought me back a book. Mm. So he picked me out a Roman. Do I remember the name of the book? No. I know it's a paranormal romance book. And he said, even if you don't like it, it'll still look pretty on your shelf. (laughs) Oh, I like that. He understood the assignment. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My weekly hot was, so Gabby recently got a Subaru, which is ironic on many levels. Mostly the fact that like anytime we're, she or I was like, oh yeah, Gabby got a Subaru. Everyone's like, you know what Subarus are? <laughs> like, go to lesbian cars. So anywho, we were talking about bumper stickers. And she was like, oh, I should get I should get one that says like, oh, my 
you know they have bumper stickers that are like oh my other car is or like my other ride is a g-wagon and <laughs> she was like i should get a bumper sticker that says my other ride is a lesbian space <laughs> i was so hoping that's where this was going <laughs> that's really hot cheers mate that was a good one thank you and now i'm gonna consistently think about that when i see Gabby. I'm gonna get the sticker. <laughs> right? I think it would I'm be like, <laughs> I don't I think I should should I make them? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, should we talk about orcs? Because I'm yeah. so to talk about orcs. <laughs> I'm not my day at work. <laughs> my jaw hurts from smiling and laughing. Okay. Orcs. They're like monster romances, but very humanoid. Mm-hmm. So they're like basically big grizzly men who are green. Think of like Shrek hot. And instead of having those weird like corn on the cob holders he has coming yeah. out of his ears. <laughs> you know that's what they look like. I'm sorry. You know what I'm talking about though. I do. His ears? Yeah, they're like <laughs> Mm-hmm. Please continue. Please continue yeah. with your description of an orc. Instead of, instead of those, and I don't know like how much they vary per book. Kind of like an Omega verse, the alphas kind of varied the alpha traits. Um, I know in some orc universes, there there can't be female orcs. In mine, there were female orcs, and they had two clits, and they have, and all the orcs. If they're like purebred orcs, not purebred, like 100%, because like there's different humans and magical creatures and they intermingle. But they had all, I think pretty much all orcs have tusks, right? Yes. Okay. It's a very defining trait. Okay. Kelsey looks like she's really upset. <laughs> I'm just sorry, I'm just like really absorbing orcs and different, like, because I only read one book, right? my orcs did not have two clits so i'm just mentally filing information that's the face you're looking at right now is tell me more tell me more about these orcs that way i could just file away the information like i i purposefully didn't read the book that you read summer just so i could hear you explain it and not already know but like i've read i'm looking it up right now but i've read approximately 10 orc romances since the beginning of the month. Nice. Um, I've read 14 books this month. Three of them were like under 100 pages. So yeah, but like none of them had two clips. Ooh, so twist. I am very excited to read that book now already. <laughs> since you are the resident orc expert. I would not classify myself as an expert in anything. But... <laughs> what else are we missing out or leaving out about orcs see we already talked about their humanoid tusk big and bulky i think like big mountain men and then with a little goblin (laughs) but in the best way (laughs) yes pointed ears yes pointed ears because more often than not they're like from a fae bloodline 
And they don't always have to be green either. They can be like green or like a grayish color. So like I've read some where they're like more of a gray tinted and some where they're more green and some where they're in between. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of my orcs was gray and got compared to like a pile of boulders, but in a sexy way. <laughs> but in the best way. But in a sexy rock way. hard. <laughs> it was he was rock hard. Okay. Did your guys' orcs have like fierce loyalty mentalities? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So maybe I that's also a very common. Okay. They're very loyal, very like don't touch her. She's mm -hmm. mine. I love that. <laughs> oh, did you guys have heart songs? No, what is that? Heart songs oh, are summer, your book really providing. Heart songs are like kind of like the Zaveri mates where they're uh, heartbeat sinking faded mates sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, similar to that in my book, but it wasn't called that. Okay. And then they also had like a form of a, a, a state called Okgur. I think Orkgur. It was like Ork apostrophe G-R-E which was kind of their version of the Hulk. So if they got basically super red-blooded or like their blood would be up, you know, and they'd get bulkier, they'd grow like these long talons. Yeah, they basically just turned into like a Hulk. So kind of like a bloodlust situation. Yes. Like when they're fighting, mine had that, but they called it the Berserker Rage. Okay, okay. They referenced it like kind of, they would say like a Berserker, apparently, occasionally. Yeah because they are also very good fighters. <laughs> Warriors, mm -hmm. I feel like would be a better word. Loyal, warrior, very big, very muscly. Ribbed penises, anyone? Hold on, I'm confusing a book that I just read a minute ago. <laughs> Too many penises to keep track of. Listen, truly. Um, no, just very large, well endowed. <laughs> Well proportioned. I feel like reference to like like a Coke can was maybe in mine. Like the thickness of a Coke can. I think that might have been a reference in mine. I had length of the forearm and just as wide as the wrist. Ooh. Oh, you know what? Mine also might have been the forearm. There was a few. I mean, it was a reverse harem for me. So there was a lot going on. I thought you would like that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I did. I really did. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> really if it's like my reverse harem could show up one day that'd be really great they could just knock on my door i'll give out my address easy <laughs> they could find my address after i gave it out right? so, uh, <laughs> i think i was reading that book when the your guys's reverse harem episode came out and i was like i think kelsey needs to read this <laughs> <laughs> i am so honored you thought of me <laughs> in my head we're best friends so it's <laughs> even better even better I love this already so love how I called it an orc book that was not usually I write down the title here it is though okay it's called orc ward encounters a bbw monster street romance by sam hall our main character is layla 
She is a plus size woman who identifies as like, that's how she describes herself, who is an avid drawer. Like she's an artist and she loves to live in her artist world. And she only comes out of it when her best friend, Hannah decides to take her out. So one day Hannah like is like, Hey, you promised me that I would be allowed to take you out. So they go out. She gets like all primmed and plucked as she describes and like puts on a bunch of shapewear and hates her life. But she goes out, goes to this club and plays wingman for Hannah, even though Hannah was trying to play wingman for her. And there's this mysterious green drink that she has at the bar for free. Sus. Super Don't, sus. don't drink it, Hannah. <laughs> Not Hannah, Layla, but that's fine. Oh, wait. Did I just make up Hannah? No, Hannah's the best friend. So you are on track. Layla's our main character though Hannah comes in later so Layla drinks the green drink she was just kind of like she wanted to be anywhere but where she currently was like she hates people and she feels very awkward around them she doesn't have many good experiences with people so she's just like fuck it drinks the drink goes about her night there comes a point where she's like coming out of the loo and she I'm sorry am I British did I read a British book I don't know Australian book okay that must be why I use the word Lou because I just don't know where that came from although I do reference it in my brain as a Lou often because I do read a lot of British books I know that if I said that in my day-to-day life I would just be ridiculed massively I said crash bin the other day and I got the ridicule so (laughs) so she, she walks out of the loo, past the trash bin, you know, whatever it is. So she walks out of the loo and she overhears a couple of guys being like, oh, like, way to like take one for the team. Like, I just wanted to bang her friend. So like, obviously they're talking about Hannah and Layla and Layla was potentially going to cock block this one guy from getting to Hannah. So like his friend then like, I don't know, paired up with Hannah to like not cock block you know the weird male tradition <laughs> so she <laughs> rite of passage terrible rite of passage might i add they say really mean stuff about her and she is just really upset she's like hit her person overload she's just done so she runs out of the club and into a park across the street and she even says to herself like Layla, why are you wanting into a park? Like, this is where you get murdered. But she was like, well, at least if I get murdered, like, it's better than what I just experienced. Like, I'm so sick of people. She's just really tired. Does she have an awkward, does she have an awkward encounter in the park? She does. Okay, so she's stumbling. She, like, falls into this bush. And then all of a sudden, she looks up and there's three moons. Where was the one moon? Now it's three. And she's like, well, I must be very drunk. And then three orcs come out of the woods and she thinks that they're just cosplayers. Like she is just like, they're cosplayers. She's like, I don't know why there's three moons, but these guys, they're just cosplayers. And they start to be like, we have first right. We have first mating right. And they're like announcing it. And she's just freaking out and she's drunk. And she's like, what is happening? Like, I just must be plastered to think that I just ran into some cosplayers in the middle of the woods at like 2 a.m., not pleasant but also were the three orcs mooning her or is she like seen double because she's drunk no there was three moons in the sky like you know the moon 
You see a moon yeah. every single night. There was three of them. Okay. Just like as a fact. As a fact. Yes. Okay. I was going to get to like the fact that she ended up entering a portal. She didn't know. Oh, she a portal. okay. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Ignore me. I know. No. I was going to get to the portal bit, but you know what? It's fine because we're going to get there anyway. So she ends up going through a portal in this park and she does not realize it. Therefore, the orcs are real. They have first mating right, which is basically females are so far and few between and it's an all male orc society. Like there's only males, there's no females that they have to wait for humans to like come up from like the dry lands to like want to mate with them. So if you see them first or if the orcs see you first, they have like first mating rights and they're very respectable though. So like you can say no at any point and they will respect you. And in this scenario, she's saying no to the first mating rights. She's drunk. She's confused. And then this other orc shows up who looks like a pile of boulders, but a sexy pile of boulders shows up. And he is just trying to like steal her away. But these other three guys, there's three of them, by the way. We love a good reverse harem. Thank you, Suze, for that. The other three are like, even if you don't want us for like first mating rights, we will still defend your honor. So they defend her armor, her, her armor, her honor. And with their armor, they fight this orc and like get him to get off their lands because everyone has their own treaty, their own land. Lo and behold, she goes back into the cave with them because they live in a cave, all three of them, one giant bed. And from there, she has to like accept her new reality. Like she has transported worlds. And she's like, what the fuck? But here I am. And also, why do these guys look a little hot? Like, why are they also only wearing linen cloths? Like, she keeps asking herself these questions. Which I really appreciate. Her internal monologue was perfect. Is she still but, drunk? Yeah, she's still drunk at this point. Okay, okay. So it's not like days have passed. It's like, no. it's, okay, gotcha. Very short period of time for her, like, stumbling through the portal, immediately getting into the middle of this, like, orc battle. And now she's back at the cave and she is still drunk. And she's thinking to herself, I just wish I had some Advil when I wake up in the morning and some Mickey D's. Like, bummer that I won't have it. That's her That's her full thought process before she passes out. Might I add, surrounded by orcs on this bed. We start strong. We start strong. Um, so she ends up meeting another female. And this female is like, oh, you are just like this other woman who came into these lands who also said that she came from a strange place ergo australia slash america slash the earth as we know it versus the portal that she has walked through so they get some like understanding about culture through that like she ends up meeting this woman she ends up being like i don't know this is a weird tangent we could really just cut this out i'm gonna stop where i'm at because this is irrelevant we'll backtrack so that was that was irrelevant to what we need to know um, talk about sexy orcs. So she is slowly being wooed by these orcs because part of first mating right is them trying to convince her that like they should be like let into her heart. Like they need her to like open up her heart to them in order for like a full bond to form. Open up her heart and her legs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's part of it. And they even say that they are like raised to be good at sex. Like that's part of their like young or could training is like how to please your female and they do it well let's just put it like that even without her accepting first mating rights they can smell her arousal 
So they take care of her because that's just the polite thing to do. And now there's dicks in her face and they're orc dicks and they're probably the size of a forearm slash the thickness of a Coke can. And she's just like jerking them off. It gets wild. They end up going back to Australia together. She's decided that she's going to let them into their her heart or at least into her life. They all go back to Australia, realize as they go back through the portal that her best friend Hannah is actually a fairy. So she has been surrounded by like the supernatural without even knowing it which is kind of cool so she now at this point in the book they try to like incorporate their lives into Australia and like can she with these three orcs find a home and make a life for themselves while knowing that these orcs usually have like miles of lands to roam on and they normally like hunt for their own food and it's just a completely different environment like will they still feel satisfied So she, as like the center of this reverse harem is like, is this the best option for them? You know, like, is this going to make them happy? And is it going to make me happy? Or am I going to like slowly stifle everything that makes them an orc? So there's a lot going on. They're also like in like, oh gosh, they're like in quarantine for a while together. But they also like had this whole like mating season start where they like start mating with each other because they've like led each other into each other's hearts every time that they come on her like literally on her like on her skin it makes her both like more sensitized and on top of that it allows her to like accommodate for their girth and length more and if it wasn't for that they she would not be able to accommodate it so like that's how you all of a sudden like basically stick a baby size dick up your vagina is by getting orc come all over you like a lot if there's one thing i know about orcs is that they love their cum they do i i listened to a podcast episode i think it was romance at a glance and they were talking about finley fenn's orc series and someone had done calculations of like in this one book like how much orc cum there would have been like if you added up all of the ejaculations and it was like gallons (gasps) oh wild i know i had a question if it's all male orcs obviously they're trying to breed with the woman does it come out a baby man orc does it come out a female human like is it half half it comes out a baby male orc like guaranteed only yeah the females have always come from like the directly human only race because, like, on their planet, it was, like, half humans, half orcs anyways. Yeah. So, like, overall, in case you guys can't tell by this, like, bizarre rant, there was a lot of humor. It was very detailed. And there was just, like, such a bizarre change of events over and over and over again. Like, you were definitely kept on your toes. So, very fun ending, filled with magic, buckets of cum. I mean, they did have to cover her whole body in order for her to be able to accommodate them. So it was, it also reminded me a little bit of an Omega Heat, just because Mm. we know how much I love the Omega Verse. So it did remind me a little bit of that. Overall, I'm going to rate it a seven out of 10 because it was just a wild ride and smut three out of five. Like besides the fact that it was an orc and it was a threesome, wasn't a lot going on. Like none of the orcs got with each other. It was only ever with her and they only ever like touched themselves or she touched them. They just kind of all just like coexist together. So like, 
could they have jacked each other off yeah they could have that would have been nice no she did it for them um so oh they also have knots okay i don't know if yours had knots but mine had knots no mine didn't have knots either i was very disappointed (laughs) right like once they don't have knots you're kind of like what the fuck like come on missed opportunity Okay, so my quote involves a middle of a sex scene from Layla's perspective. Holy fucking strawberry truffles and double rainbows and 12 setting rechargeable vibrators. Except none of that actually compared to the way it felt to have Jonah press in, not stretching and filling places previously untouched, untouched by anyone, brushing against oversensitized nerves that made me shiver with every breath between us. So we have smut. We yeah. have humor. We have a lot of cum. We have nodding. It's just strawberry like, truffles. Strawberry truffles. It's like they just like took all of the aspects of books. Like this author took all the aspects of books that they like, stuck it in a bag, shook it up, added an orc, and just kind of like dumped it out and was like, "Here we go. This is a ride." Yeah. <laughs> I feel overwhelmed just even recalling it, trying to keep my brain wrapped around it. <laughs> That was my book. Wow. I know. <laughs> I don't even know how to feel. Was this was this your first monster romance? No. Like not counting Omegas. This was not, because I went through the entire Xervi series. Okay. And I enjoyed that. All 12 books or wherever we're at right now. New one's coming out soon. I'm very excited. Thank you, Elizabeth Stevens, for that. Can't wait. Speaking of buckets of cum, hit us with it. This is very mates. They're like all different color cum too. That's true. Can you imagine having someone light up? Like having someone's dick light up as it enters you. Like that is just talk about a compliment. (laughs) Like I'm gonna have to call it Mr. EMT. Can you like add some glow sticks to this business? Because I can't. Like I need a higher compliment than what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> I knew that would get you summer. <laughs> yeah, I can't with you. I read Property of the Green Bastards Badlands MC Club Romance Book One by Flora Quincy. If you're confused by the title, I am too. Let's get into it. So this is a orc MC romance. We have okay, so the world building I have to say I don't really know what happened there. (laughs) I'm like honestly the only thing that really made sense in the book was the sex scenes and she had like two clits and Like, that made more sense than some of the world building. The author also had a lot of her own, like, language that she came up with, which I think always think is cool, but she had a glossary in the back of the book that I didn't find until, like, 25%. And I was like, oh, great, okay, now everything's going to make sense. But, like, still, she'd have, like, full sentences in Orcish that didn't translate. So that was kind of confusing. But the... 
the ancient-ish history is humans in the south, magical creatures in the north. Way back when, they had a great big war. It just, like, was really bloody and they kept hitting us stalemates because the humans had technology, but the magic creatures had magic and it's just really bloody. So the great goddess came down and made these creatures out of the blood and bones of the fallen people. And those people turn into the orcs and they are the people in the badlands and they like separate the north and the south. And because they were they were built out of blood and bones, bones and blood are very important like spiritual religious items and there was a horde that took bones from the ancient like ancestors sold them to the humans because the humans like to collect orc artifacts or like think that they have you know like magical healing properties and stuff but that was like super big no-no like the worst thing you could do is disrespect bones so every one of that horde got slaughtered like decapitated publicly all of their kids get killed all of their heart songs get killed like they're called the disavowed if anyone is you if you find out anybody's from that lineage they're also supposed to get like so kelsey is making a very sad face <laughs> I okay I'm still just trying to track this is this the orcs who are being disembowed or the humans the humans orcs so the orcs. there was yeah so they're like the orcs are in different like hordes which are like clubs tribes sort of thing mm-hmm. and one of those hordes crit- committed like basically the worst crime ever which was to take the bones being, yeah taking the bones and okay. as punishment all the other orcs like killed them all i was just like logically trying to think like why would you do that if you weren't like i don't know it's fine my brain was trying to make it make sense like why would you do that Same. was my thought like if you were i was thinking maybe if they were humans they would do that because they would didn't know better but no if you're an orc and that's your thing yeah i think it was like the the badlands is kind of barren it's like not a very like productive or lush place so i think they sold them for money okay and anyway, you're confused i'm confused less confused so our two main characters are dina and axe axe also has like five different names but we're just gonna go with axe axe is the president of his motorcycle club and Dina is an eighth orc, so she can be human passing, which is very important because in the human world, if you don't like declare your magical ancestry, it can be a crime. But her orc heritage is from the disavowed ones. So the humans can't find out that she's orc, but if she says that she's orc to the humans, then the orcs are going to find out that she's, you know, guts to get the and she so she can pass as a human if she covers up her like green freckles with makeups makeup if she obviously doesn't like show anybody her two clits and (laughs) if 
like, speeches too often. <laughs> and then she has pointed ears, but she can like cover them. But she grew up really poor and she kind of like weasels her way into the art world and the world of like orcish antiquities and gets a job at an orc antique shop in the Badlands. And she's supposed to be working on this map that like is a forgery of a forgery that's supposed to be authentic, but it's like a good thing that it's a forgery. not very important the important thing is she's forging this map because the orcs are like the humans want our antiquities but we're not gonna actually give it to them but we need money so you're gonna forge this and give them the forgery we're gonna keep the real deal but secretly she was like this map has a hidden layer that has like my family tree and if i destroy this then like i'll be safe because all my family will be safe and nobody will be able to connect us to the disavowed here I am just okay. thinking about how much forgers make. But I'm still tracking with you. Forgers yeah. make so much money, you guys. Just as like a complete side note, so much money. And she's good at it. <laughs> and so, of course, the first day in this new town, she like gets in a little spat with the big scary orc MC club president named Axe. And he's like, human, get out of here. And she's like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm here for a reason. I'm gonna protect my family. That was nice. That was, that was a great touch. I'm considering becoming an impersonator. <laughs> impressionist. Could we do that? Maybe. We'll think about it. We'll sit on it. We'll put, let's put a pin in it. But basically... Dina's like, I don't belong with the humans, I don't belong with the orcs, but also, like, she super wants orc dick and, like, wants a heart song. And it's, like, a thing that humans would go into the Badlands and kind of, like, groupies, you know, like, they'd want to, you know, take a ride on that green dick thing. (laughs) I mean, if it's satisfying, right? Right? That's, like, lusting after porn stars that have good dicks. I suppose. But she actually um, But basically, this guy's like, you need to leave. And she's like, I'm not going to leave. Then the first time she's there, she goes to a party. And he's like, what are you still doing here? I told you to leave. And she's like, I'm not going to leave. And then he's, they're like kind of flirting. And he's like, well, you better run. And like, you can run out that door and like leave. Or you can like run into the bar, like next to this bar. And like, I'll come find you. And like, then you're not leaving. Basically, he chases her down bangs her brains out she's like oh my god yes daddy which by the way she's a virgin and she was just like it was like there was some there's like daddy dom brat vibes and then he like looks down and she's like bleeding all over his orc cock and he's like are you a virgin and she's like yeah and then <laughs> it's so fucking weird guys this book made no sense yeah. You were telling this is my absolute <laughs> favorite right now. I'm really glad I didn't already read it because this is fantastic. You're welcome. You're welcome. Continue. In the background, there's uh, war drums that have been drummed up and there's traitors and they're trying to figure out who they are. And basically there's this like group of people who are stirring up drama and are like, the prophet's gonna come back, like, the disavowed princess is gonna come back and, like, fuck shit up, 
and like we're mad that you killed all of our ancestors but everyone's like there are no ancestors left but dina's like oh my god it's me and so they go on this crusade to find people who are like trying to start a war and her and axe keep having like angry sex but also like i'm like i took your virgin Ness, no, you're never gonna have another or cock and you know all that like he gets awesome. super stoked when she finds out she has, he has two clits he loves that and then isn't she exposed at that point yeah so they find out that she's like that she is part orc they're like we're not gonna tell the humans so like that's fine but they haven't found out like who her family is the smut was really good we threw a lot of kinks in there we had we had spanking we had like i don't know what the term is but it's like basically when you ahead of time agree like hey like if i'm sleeping like you can do whatever you want uh-huh. yeah you know that like primal chasing thing oh a good foreplay yeah that like brat dom vibes daddy vibes throwing a little bit of breeding like i think it was like a four out of five on the spice scale mainly just because it was like it was monogamy like if you threw in a few extra but they're like there's lots of kinks the smut was really good the smut was like the only thing that really made sense everything that like wasn't smut i was awfully confused he did do this cool thing where, <laughs> where like because okay so the clit is like the two clits or ones at the top which is like where normal humans have it and then ones at the bottom they're not next to each other they're like ones at the top of the like vaginal canal and ones at the bottom <laughs> vaginal canal so what he so he would take his tusks and he would turn sideways and like rub his tusks which apparently they just happen to be perfectly lengthed like that seems awfully convenient but anyway, i mean turns out the, the book somewhere yeah yeah right right that that's like obviously that's the one thing i caught up on um if, if that's the one part that's gonna bother you i just need to remind you that it's a book and it's a book orc boyfriend so they're gonna be perfect in yeah. some way Oh, and she, I forgot to say, she is, like, not supposed to have enough orc blood in her to be able to find a heart song. And Axe is considered heartless because he's, like, 33 and he hasn't had a heart song yet. And, like, at that point, you know, like, you're just never going to find anyone, apparently. There were a few, like, plot points that contradicted that, but we're gonna ignore that so he thinks he just doesn't have a heart song she thinks she can't get a heart song and then guess whose heart songs <laughs> was there not a yeah no okay. but he does have a ridged penis that's fun mm-hmm. i mean like there's dildos that are ridged on purpose yeah i think at one point like in like dina's like inner monologue yeah inner monologue is like the the like goddess who created orcs definitely like made them for like pleasure machines basically she was like there's no other reason for them to have ridges on their dicks other than to like stimulate a g-spot or a prostate we appreciate that kind of foresight or that kind of like pondering and the two clits i mean it's a lot harder to miss when you got two of them. Don't make that a challenge because people still would. <laughs> yes, that was my book. Let me see, let me see if I can find a favorite quote. These are wild. Yeah, 
there was just there's just like a lot. You seem like as were... as I did, if not more so. Yeah, like, like still reeling. Because there's like the motorcycle club aspect, but also they don't have any tech not or like modern technology. Like they don't have cell phones and stuff. But they also still ride wargs, which are like these giant wolf-like beings who are like the traditional steeds of orcs. So they have like they're like metal wargs, which are like the motorcycles, and they have like there is so much going on, and half of it is in Orcish, and it's like a made-up language. So, if you're confused, I'm confused. <laughs> it's confusing. Okay, this with your quote. Okay, so she wakes up, and he's next to her, and he has morning wood, and he, and this is the first time that she's been able to get like a good look at his his penis because all of the times it's just been you know up in her two clitted vagina, but. So she sees it and she's like, oh, and part of the reason why she's so good at forgeries is she can see something once and then draw it perfectly. (sighs) So she says, I'm finally getting to see him in his monster cock glory. Sitting up, I lean forward to see if I can capture the image of his cock in my mind. For the good of cock-loving kind, I must try to draw his erection with every possible detail. Years from now, I can show it off. The... That dick was inside of me, kind of bragging you can do at the old folks' home. Epic. That's that's right next to my, like, strawberry shortcake 12 setting vibrator. <laughs> I mean, what a bragging right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Should I start taking pictures of dicks? Like, what do I, how do I brag right? Do I need to <laughs> dicks? Like, I don't, well, how do we, how does this work? Well, you can get like custom dildos, like custom older right. dildos. So that is right. There's always that option. Just you know, pick your favorite. Paper mache. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine pick your being favorites, like, line them up. Hey, like I know we broke up, and I know we're like just hooking up or whatever it is. But like, can I have a paper mache of your dick? So that way I can go send it off. So that way I could have just like a permanent dildo that's just you. Like, could I, could I do that? Would you be okay with that? Can you imagine? You can buy, like, porn stars custom dildos. That's cool. That's true. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> That's cool. You know what? That tracks more than my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was my book. It was, it was something. That's, that's for sure. Like, when I... Like the first like fifty percent, I was like, I think this is gonna be like a four out of ten. We got up to maybe like a six out of ten. The smut though, like, really enjoyed. Like, was it the best world building? No. Like, did it make sense all the time? No. Did it scratch that giant green cock itch? Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> it did. And I didn't know I had that itch, but they scratched it. <laughs> so they formed it and scratched it for you. <laughs> yeah. Like I I would probably read more of the author, but like type into the search bar like cock. <laughs> there you go. You know, just just like, well, actually, never mind. Because every other word in the man's point of view was cock. Which okay. actually that is a that is a big plus. The woman and the man's like point of views were very distinct voices oh, which lovely. i really appreciate 
I'm still reeling from your reeling from my reeling. Susan, are you gonna, is your book gonna bring us down to earth or are we just gonna continue to like live in this orc space? Or like, do we call it a sub, it's like an orc space, like a subspace? Like, I don't even know, man. I'm gonna go ahead and say that that's a fair judgment. I read the Silver Fury series by Lila Faye. So the first book is called The Orc's Bride. And the whole series follows Una and, am I going to say this name right? Probably not. Ergen? U-R-G-A-N. Ergen. Ergen. Una is a human and she hates orcs. So enemies to lovers. It had me hooked. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) Her parents were killed by orcs. And so it's deep. Yeah, right? Ergen is a general in the orc army. He's like the general. Backstory, which I completely forgot about until just now. The orcs were not originally on earth. They were brought to earth through something that we don't find out until the third book. (laughs) We just know that they should, one day they showed up. And they are big and strong. And so they took over. Starts off in Ergen's point of view. And he is conquering the Tacoma clan, which is where near where Una lives. They are the closest orc clan. And this clan is the last clan that he has to wipe out before, before everyone who is like not following the laws set in place by, they call it the Empire. I was thinking Star Wars the whole time. I was going to say Star Wars immediately jumped to my brain right there. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know if I can call it that because now I'm just thinking about Star Wars. So they set rules in place. Like you can't like rape humans and they're not following that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So well, I don't like the movie now. Yeah. We can get rid of them. And so they eliminate this clan and they're like, that's it. We're finally done this whole time. They've been away from the capital for like two years, I think, defeating all these other clans who were just not having it. They were like, no, we're wild. We're barbarians. We'll do what we want. And Ergen was like, actually, no, you won't. <laughs> they, his nickname is Ergen the Bloodthirsty. So Sounds like a Viking. Kind of right? into it. Right, (laughs) and so they go to the tavern to celebrate and Una is the only person who lives in the town and works at the tavern who is not too scared to serve the orcs so she's like doing everything by herself she is running around making sure everyone has their drinks their food and getting you know, like a normal waitress with, (laughs) with creepy men, you know, she's getting mildly sexually harassed and she's like, I just have to hide my fear and do this because I need to be here. I need this money. You know, she's supporting herself. She has no family and Ergen sees her and he's like, who is that? Automatically. The head guy in charge wants there's like a rumor that he wants to set Ergen up with his daughter. And 
So she's the the princess is what I'm going to call her because they refer to her as having a very snooty princess personality. And her name is Urzula. And he's like, I would literally rather die than <laughs> to mate with Urzula. Like she's the worst. She's crazy. And she's spoiled. He's like, I don't want that. I want a mate who will, you know, stand with me and fight with me and be strong like me. And so he's like, I just have to find somebody to be my mate before I make it back to the capital. Lo and behold, he wants Una to be his mate. We're all surprised. <laughs> and Una secretly is like super thrilled about this because she's in her, in her tiny little human brain where she hates all of the orcs. She's like, I'm going to go to the capital and I'm going to start a, again, resistance Star Wars and <laughs> you've got the empire and the resistance and what's next what's next Yoda guy pop up exactly <laughs> he's green but <laughs> are orcs just giant Yodas no let's say no because I can't handle that these <laughs> orc romance Yoda fanfic I can't um, Technically, I think orc romance started as Lord of the Rings fanfic, so. Oh, that's fun. You can see that. Yeah, except I picture them much more attractive than in Lord of the Rings. I was going to say, I'm picturing Lord of the Rings too, and I'm like, okay, they're just like a base manliness that I could see. But like, like if you don't look at their face, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly, I was just picturing from like the neck down. Yeah, see, it'd be fine if the the face was just completely different. <laughs> it's if you know, Finley Fen has a lot of like spicy work on her Instagram. That honestly, they're hot. And then ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, and then Skelly Frankie, mm-hmm. who I'm on their Patreon, they have like the uncensored stuff, and I'm like. You know, yeah. <laughs> like anywho, sorry. There's a resistance. It's yes. not Yoda fanfic. Yes. So she's exactly. like, I could start a resistance. You know, all this stuff. And so she's in my book. They do speak Orcish, but it's not written in Orcish. It's written in English, <laughs> and so you can tell what they're saying. And so the way that they like. The way that she showed that was that Una's sentences when she was speaking Orkish were like kind of broken because she doesn't know the language in full. So like her sentences when she was speaking Orkish, <laughs> they were like kind of broken up and not, they didn't make complete sense, but enough sense that she was getting her point across. Mm-hmm. And so she surprises him by knowing how to speak Orkish and he's like, I want you to be my mate. And she's like, what if I don't want to be your mate? And he's like, well, you're going to come to the capital with me and you will want to be my mate. He's just very, yeah, he's very sure of himself. And she's like, but here's the thing. I'll go with you to the capital. But what if I don't want to be your mate? What if by the end of it, I don't want to do that? And he's like, well, if you decide not to, then you can be a servant at the capital. And she's like, this is it. This is my in. I can overthrow the orcs. Oh, <laughs> sweet little Una. <laughs> little Una. <laughs> yeah, 
Dream big. Doing big things. And so they set off on their journey to the capital. And they're, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I remember now why I decided to send this back to, to the <laughs> universe and then picked it back up. But it's like, they're like journeying. <laughs> and there's not a lot of dialogue. I like dialogue. And the world building was okay, but it wasn't like 10 out of 10. But it's like, we know that they're going places. We find out that there are these creatures called raggets who are basically zombies. There is an infection in their blood and like their skin, or it can infect humans, creatures, animals, orcs, anything. Their skin will literally peel off. And if they scratch you, bite you, anything, you're infected, you have to die. There's no cure. And so they're like fighting these raggets and there's like, there is good banter between them. Like, just like, cause they're of course only, there's only one horse <laughs> that they can ride together. I mean, that's a good way to like, you know. Yeah. Kill a boner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Outlander? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. God, he's so hot. Send me a picture of him today, being like, he's so hot. You haven't seen him in a while. But it was, it was a good one. Season one, Jamie, is just like next level. Listen, I haven't even watched it. I I've only seen don't look at me like that. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm excited for you that you still have this exactly. to look forward to. Exactly. It's like, cause my thing is like, my sister was like, you need to watch this. It's so good. And I was like, I'll get to it, but I'm not a big, I'll go through phases and the phase never hit. <laughs> well, if and, it hits for you one day, I'm excited for you. And well, now I want to watch it because I read the first book and then, but now I'm like, but I want to finish reading the books, but the books are so long. <laughs> well, the, up until I think the the fifth book, I mean, sorry, the fifth season is the only one that starts deviating, like, from the book's timeline. So you can read, like, book one, watch season one, read book two, watch season two. It won't, like, give spoilers. Okay, perfect. So that's on my list now. The never-ending mm -hmm. list of things. <laughs> Your face, you're like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> but back to Argan and Una. They are fighting the ragged. She is a weak female human and can't do anything for herself, but like not really. <laughs> He's like, I'm not, I'm the worst at explaining books. Like literally the worst. I could explain to you a movie that you love and it will make you hate it. <laughs> You'll be like, I would never watch that movie. And I'll be like, well, it's your favorite. So. <laughs> strong that is a strong statement <laughs> how was the smut Let's okay. get good stuff. it was a slow burn okay like you had to wait till book three or no it was a, the first book was a slow burn the second book was started off strong slow burn and then at the end there was like i was disappointed in the in the amount of smut okay <laughs> because 
the first time they even do anything is like at the very end of book one when they both are like okay we are going to be mates we're going to accept this and then it's like you get one nicely detailed scene and then it's like oh and then we fucked for like three days and I'm like but I want to know what happened those three days wait don't fade to black on me yeah I'm like we get one nicely detailed scene there they were in the lake that was nice like when it started, no, no, don't look at me like that because I know you're having like the cleanliness issue. No, no, I was having like a, I don't mind that. No, I was having, Kelsey was having having major issues. I was like, have y'all never had sex in a hot tub or a body of water? That shit's disastrous. I have (laughs) horror stories from times that I've tried to do it in a hot tub. Multiple things I would have learned. I didn't. They start out in the lake because he's like we need to get clean there they've there's been like a battle with the raggets and there's you know blood everywhere they had to kill their horse because it got bitten that was super sad and so dnf it right there like i was in two so there were like four people in the traveling party and two of his best warriors they had to kill because they got bit too and i was like how are you going to introduce me to these people make me love them and then kill them immediately I hate that (laughs) yes and so they start off in the lake getting a little touchy-feely washing each other and then they move on back to the land Kelsey they're back on land before any type of penetration happens thank you (laughs) thank you for that and you know it's he doesn't have a ridged penis he doesn't have a knot it's just a good old (laughs) good old giant or cock exactly i'm still sad though oh right i'm like i shouldn't be sad it's still a giant or cock but i'm still like not enough but could you imagine if it had a knot (laughs) can you imagine if she had two clits (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) okay out of this all the orc, out of all the orc cocks that you've read about, which ones are your favorite? <laughs> so, I also read Girls Weekend by C. M. N- Nascosta. I, I probably just butchered that, but it's a pretty popular one. I, it was very slow for me, and it follows three different friends and so you're getting three different stories and none of them are just hitting the spot until the end when the orc and the fairy finally get together and his is described very well I didn't highlight it I have no highlights in that book but it is from what I can remember extremely long extremely girthy like I want to say the word texture but I hate that in the way that I'm saying it had, I'm pretty sure it had a texture. Okay. So, Something to grip onto, sort yeah. of, you know, exactly. do not <laughs> traction. Yes. <laughs> non slip. No, I'm just picturing different. wrapped in like non slips, the thing that you put in the shower. Like no, that's no. my head. That's why'd you do that to me? A dick wrapped in non slip, like a summer. No. <laughs> Susan, I know that's not what you were getting at, but I just... It, that's, oh, see, that's why I didn't want to say texture, because... 
<laughs> but okay, but how she described it. You were saying something about size difference, which my ears perked up. Yes, this that's might be one of my favorite things about orc romances is the size difference, because especially when it comes to them and other creatures mating, humans orcs are large big boys like seven foot tall (laughs) and well proportioned and then you have a human who's a average human female is like between five four and five six I think and so that's that's a large difference and then like if you have a fairy like in girls weekend small small girl well (laughs) short girl (laughs) But she endless a vagina guy. though. She right? was a girl. So I liked that. But so yeah, the size difference is very nice. <laughs> I just these vaginas must have just like pocket dimensions in them. Honestly. <laughs> How are they holding all this orc dick? Quote me on that because I don't even know, man. I would I would also like to know because just the thought is I'm like in pain. I, that's why I liked Sam Hall's book because she was like, are the the orcs magic come will make you be able to fit it. And I was like, that's yeah. a good way to to be like, yeah, this is great. Not just, hey, here's a giant orc dick in your vagina. Here it is. <laughs> Exactly. For everybody listening at home, Kelsey just held up her forearm. <laughs> yeah, very aggressively. Very aggressively. <laughs> but it's nice sometimes. I'm really disappointed in your book, Summer, because I really thought that that was going to be an interesting one. This smut sounds nice, though. Honestly, like I would still recommend it, especially if like you seem like a very fast reader having hit. 14 books already it's the 10th of may god knows how that happened that did not pass by me either that it's only been 10 days yeah i had i was like oh it's almost the end of may it's not i am blessed to be able to listen to books while i work because i i am i clean houses so i get to spend like six hours a day just listening to books that's beautiful so it's a dream job honestly (laughs) sounds nice and get paid to listen to books so I still would recommend it I'm like such a slow reader that I have to be very like decisive you know but honestly the smut and like it was frequent it was like the kinks were layered in from the very beginning and I think that worth like trying it it's on my TBR. It's on my TBR. I will give it a shot because I can't excuse. My thing is, if there's bad smut but good writing, I will still read it. If there's bad writing but good smut, I will still read it. Right. So with you, you know, on that, as long as there's one redeeming factor, I'll read it. Doesn't take a lot. No. <laughs> I'm similar to you, Susan. Like, whenever I have time, I'm like, hate this. But you know what? This other part, great. Let's just, let's write it on. Exactly. But if I don't like either part, I'm just going to DNF it. I... Mm-hmm. No qualms. 
out of all your monster romances, if you had to pick one monster to oh, have no. sex with for the rest of your life, which monster would it be? Why would you do this to me? I could just pick one? Okay, you can have a harem of okay. up to three monsters. <laughs> Love this. No humans. No humans. That's fine. I'm... My... <laughs> My boyfriend is the only human man that I am okay with. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say the, I don't remember his name, but the Gargoyle from Skin by Avita, Avita, Aveda? Hmm, I don't know how to say it. Avita Dice. It is a short story, but it is delicious. I want him. I can't remember his name. Awful with That's name. okay. I don't need his name. Gargoyle. Yeah, Gargoyle. And then I would need at least one orc. (laughs) Large green man, definitely. And then a incubus. But specifically Dante from, what was it called? I think it's called A Little Slice of Hell. Yeah, Little Slice of Hell by Cleo Evans. And he's... Basically, like a little devil, but he's a sex demon. Nice. Yes. That's the, is that part of the Creatures Cafe? Yes. Okay. I really, I have like two of those books downloaded. Kelsey, they are like short, spicy novellas. And the, I think the main premise is that like, it's a cafe where all these mythical creatures go and like the barista sets them up. But okay, Zuz, you've it's actually good. read it. <laughs> That's exactly right. So okay. I've read the first one and I'm like halfway through the second one and I just started them at like five o'clock today. Like they're such fast reads. I think the first one is like 86 pages. The second one's a hundred pages. So picturing like, them banging in like the bathroom. No, it's more like um, monster insta love. And then banging in the bathroom. Maybe, maybe not. Um, There actually is banging in the bathroom in the first one. Yeah. Um, Definitely check the trigger warnings though. Just because it does have a little bit of a dark theme. Yeah. But yeah, there is banging in the bathroom. There's also rope play and tail play and horns. So I just got into some like wing play for lack of better words. I'm reading A Court of Thorns and Roses, but I'm on the third one, so I don't remember what it's called. Wings I, and Roses, maybe? I know this one because I refused to finish it, and my friend Rachel actually went through chapter by chapter and told me what happened. I have also heard a lot of people be very mad about this one, about trying to get through it. It was, mm, there was just a lot of blah for me. A Court of Wings and Ruin. Thank you. Um, I knew but, there was in it. But the, but the wing play is nice. The wing play is nice. <laughs> so I'll bring up. How does that... Does he just hold her? <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> so wings in this kind yeah. of creature. I've seen enough fan art to like get an idea. Okay, very sensitive. And to show your wings is a very vulnerable thing as well. And to have sex with your wings, very vulnerable. Usually you tuck them in, but to have them out, it's almost like the cartilage of your ear. 
and you can stimulate certain like erogenous zones on the wings in the same way that you would like the back of the neck kind of thing. So, so they're not having sex with the wings. It's like they're having sex and their wings are out and stimulatable. Yes. yes. The, wings, the wings help stimulate. They're just like more erogenous zones. Yes. And that's how in the first Creature Cafe book, his tail is an erogenous zone and can also be used for other things. I'm just like, like what? Like grabbing yeah. pencils? Like writing? Like, with yeah. Them? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like grabbing pencils. And <laughs> not a Coke can. <gasps> Maybe like an Arizona tea. <laughs> I'm good with an Arizona tea. Yeah. <laughs> Your eyes are, <laughs> you're like, okay, yes. So, but I'm not going to give anything away about that one because it's only 86 pages. Go read yes. it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a quick read. Yes. If you had to be a sex toy. Oh God. What would you be? That's a hard question. I don't know where it came from. I just, I, you were like, you know what? We're really going to stump her with this one. And you're right. I would, if I were going to be a sex toy, I would want to be one of the molds of the porn star's penis. <laughs> nice. That answer wins. That's the winner. That is the winner. Every answer I was thinking of pales in comparison. Kelsey, Just- what would you pick? I have an idea. I feel like what you would be. Okay, well, tell me. I feel what like you'd be a paddle. Oh, that's but like fun. that's a like a one. like a sleek like maybe like patent leather. I was thinking like maybe like a patent leather like flogger. As soon as you said paddle, that's what jumped into my brain. Mm. Like braided, yeah, some nice braids. That is not what I was originally thinking, but we can talk about. <laughs> what were you thinking? I was thinking really depressing. I was like, well, I don't want to be a dildo because then I my head would just be hidden, and that just seems. Really <laughs> expensive. And then I was like, because I was literally just like picturing myself, like my essence, like in the sex toys. And then I was like, well, if I was a rechargeable vibrator, at least I'd have energy. Like that's literally what my mind was. Oh my God. You're so rational. Yeah. That's, that's not the train of thought my mind went on at all. I was like, well, I wouldn't really want to be a butt plug, but (laughs) No, I want to be a paddle. No, specifically that braided flogger. Thank you, Summer. That's what I want to be. You're welcome. That's a good one. And your essence will be fully visible as well. Thank you. My essence will not be plunged in and out of something. (laughs) That would be, I just thought you wouldn't be able to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think I would be one of those like cheap vibrators that you get off of Amazon. They're like wand rechargeable, but like super good, like super strong on level one, you know, just solid, reliable. <laughs> I'm not very, I meant like, like good. You know what I mean? I'm not very reliable in terms of promptness to anything same (laughs) that was not the right word to choose but you know just kind of like excels but like kind of cheap (laughs) you know what I was also picturing you as though Summer 
you know those like vibrators that you like stick in someone's panties or like the other person like has their mouth for I picture you as one of those oh thank you like spicy fun always energetic thank you I feel like that's a really nice compliment yeah or one of those air suctiony ones I've always wanted to give like one of those a little rose thing mm-hmm. yeah like it'd be pink I'm in my pink I'm in my pink phase I've been in my pink phase for a while wow. you've been in your pink phase this is not new and I have a pink velvet couch Ooh. and I have had pink hair on and off for the last like three years maybe mm-hmm. and when my couch is being delivered I also had very pink hair right now it's just mostly blonde because I've been too lazy to keep redying it but our delivery people were dropping it off and like someone must really like pink and I was like it's me (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like a rite of passage to go through your pink phase because I feel like every woman I know hated pink growing up because it was like the girl color Mm -hmm. and then now we're like fuck it pink is our color (laughs) it's a good color (laughs) I'm in my pink phase it's great live your best life it's not a phase mom this is who I am (laughs) okay well on that note (laughs) (laughs) we talked about three different books but like one series to wrap up I read property of the green bastards which by the way green bastards was the name of their mc club Mm -hmm. nice good name let me actually just get the full title. Property of the Green Bastards, The Badland Orc MCs, Book One. Oh, this is one one of one. So maybe there's only one. Maybe others haven't come out. Anywho, needless to say, that's the book I read. Kelsey, what did you read? I read Orc Ward Encounters, a BBW Monster Street Romance by Sam Hall. I read the Silver Fury series by Lila Fay, and it's not as bad as I made it sound, I promise. It was at least a decent read, or I would have DNF'd it. <laughs> yes. What was the one, what was the one that you had, like, picked your harem guy from? From Orkward Encounter. <laughs> okay. That would be my, my orc guy. Good choice. Oh, yeah. I was thinking the gargoyle one. Oh, the gargoyle is Skin by Avita Dice. And honestly, if I could add a fourth person to my harem, it would be Pi from her other novella, which is Feed. And he's a moth fae. You say moth? Moth, yes. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure I heard you right. Yeah, that one is also a really nice read. <laughs> and it's, and she's turning it, she's writing a full length about their story. So that's exciting. Wow. I had Mothman mentioned very briefly. He was like the parent of someone, but she was also mixed with like five different things. Anywho, <laughs> where can people find you on the interwebs? Um, on Instagram at Suze Reads A Lot. So that's S-U-Z. And she has a bunch of really good, like, category recommendations. 
So if you're looking for anything, just like scroll through, you'll find, you'll find them. Yeah. And I'm actually working on lists right now too, for like Amazon lists, like categorized oh. where you can just be like, I'm really in the mood for this right now and just go find one based on that. We're doing the Lord's work. Genius. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Well, it brings me joy. Speaking of emotions, for my Facebook group, I recently wrote a short story based off of an aesthetic that Susan made, and it has been described as emotional smut. So yeah. <laughs> I did make someone else cry. So I really? mean, that's well, at least I wasn't the only one. <laughs> that's my goal as an author is to make you horny and cry. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. That's exciting. I was about to say you make me horny all the time. And then I was like, I can't say that because that's not what I meant. But I mean, like your writing is superb is what I was trying to say. 10 out of 10. Thank you. Thank you. Well, if you want some emotional, horny, crying smut, it's like forced proximity, enemies-ish to lovers in a cabin. And you can get it in my Facebook group, which is going to be down below the HEA book club on Facebook. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank this you for having me. An absolute ride, an absolute good time. What a whirlwind. Honestly. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will chat with you guys in the next. Toodles. Bye. Bye.